This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment channel. Today, I have a solo episode for you. And this is something that I've been contemplating myself as a 6-2 sacral generator. I want to talk about the conditioning of productivity and just this whole thing in society of like getting shit done and so the root center is really going to tie into this as well but i just kind of want to point at this conditioning that we experience and from a human design lens obviously because i think that when we have awareness of this then we can really address it differently if you don't know the difference between a generator and manifesting generator, I'll let you know. So they both have their sacral defined. And the difference is that the sacral is either directly or indirectly connected to the throat, which creates a manifesting generator. So it might be that 3420 30, channel, which is a direct connection, or it might be like through the G center or another center in the chart to the throat which means that that person is a manifesting generator. And then the generator does not have any connection from the sacral to the throat. So with that being said, I just want to dive into this because I want you to know that 65 to 70% of the population will have their sacral defined. And the sacral center is really about having this rechargeable battery of energy that is sustainable when that person who has their sacral defined is doing what lights them up and so it's like you'll hear people who have their sacral defined they're going to share things like if when they do something that they love they're just going to get sucked into it and all of a sudden they come out of like a black hole six hours later and just like feel like they could have just kept going because the energy is available for that so where this where there's a, a fault with this is that if you look at the conditioning of society, we will express we will express rewards and acknowledgments when somebody does a lot of things and they do them well. If you notice, there's more emphasis on that rather than wow, good for you, you you're doing what you love even if it X, Y, and Z. Right. And I think that this is really important to look at because it just goes to show that a lot of the population is doing what they don't want to be doing, but they're doing it because they are probably making really good money. They are recognized for, you know, being an incredibly intelligent person and, you know, they're making an impact. But underneath all of that is they're not fully satisfied. And that is the signature of a generator. And it's also one of the signatures of a manifesting generator. The other signature is to feel peace. And so what I find interesting is when you have an undefined center, so let's say we look at projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. If 65 to 70% of the population I'm not saying that everyone isn't doing what they love, but like, let's just consider, you know, it could be like 50% of people 
not doing what they love for work or just in life in general, like they're not, they don't have the privilege or they don't have the opportunity to do what lights them up, they're going to be out of alignment. And that energy from the sacral is going to be depleted. It's going to be exhausted. And, you know, you when you look at the auras of types, you've probably heard that generators and even manifesting generators, like there's this like very like warm and exciting energy, especially when they're doing what they love. Like it's just this very passionate energy of sharing what's lighting them up. And so if you can imagine when somebody with their sacral defined generator, many gen, are out of alignment, they're feeling frustration if they're a generator and then frustration and anger if they're a manigen. That's the energy that they're in. They're stuck in overdrive of the sacral to perform in order to get the satisfaction of just getting shit done because they get the recognition that they think that they should be getting, but it's not necessarily what they want. And so it's kind of interesting how for many gens and generators, you can have the authority of a, your, just your sacral, so that means your emotional solar plexus will not be defined. If your emotional solar plexus is defined, then you have an emotional authority. So even then, you know, these types in particular are designed to either process their emotions before they respond, which is the strategy, right? Before they respond to what it is and whether or not that thing lights them up or not. So it's like, it's very, it's very interesting when we, when we consider th that when majority of the population, if they don't have this awareness of like the power of their sacral, this rechargeable battery, and that they're designed to do what they love, and you know, we hear things in society like, oh, you can't always have what you want, and you know, you don't always get to do what you want, and there's this sort of scarcity language that comes through, then it just keeps these sacral beings on this track of disappointment and you know, dissatisfaction. And so this is really critical to have awareness of because if 65 to 75% of the population is out of alignment, what happens is the non-sacral beings, they're going to reflect that energy back. They're going to be picking up on sacral energy that is out of alignment and then they're going to be exhausted. They're going to be picking up the energy of, you know, these sacral beings doing things they don't want to do, overworking, not resting, not feeling pleasure. And they're showing up as sacral beings because they don't know, like some people, you know, they don't know they're a projector. They don't know they're a reflector. They don't know that they're a manifester and that they're not meant to have this sustainable energy that is based off of pleasure to just keep taking action they're meant to be guides so then here they are picking up this energy this out of alignment from the sacral beings they're exhausted because they're not designed to operate that way and then they don't even get to be in alignment with themselves as guides and trailblazers and reflectors back into the collective and so I'm not saying that, you know, sacral beings are the pinnacle of the collective. What I'm saying is that if each and one each and every one of us takes on the responsibility of like really understanding our human design and really looking at the conditioning that comes from society and really looking at, you know, the power of us each taking self-responsibility of how to be in alignment with our energy we will literally shift the fucking paradigm of the world. You know, not like no big deal, <laughs> but I'm just really, I was really thinking about this because 
I'm someone, I only have my G center and my sacral defined. So I have a lot of undefined and open centers. So for me, I'm very aware of how in those centers, I reflect the energy back to people or from environments, right? And so it's, I just, I'm very attuned and I pay attention to the shadow work when it comes to human design and the significance of, of this and like the power of awareness. And so I really just wanted to share this, this insight and this way of contemplating that I've been paying attention to. And even as a sacral being, some of the major things that I've been focusing on, you know, they say your strategy is to respond right and so I was like oh I'm just going to respond and I used to do things like I would have an idea and then I would respond to the idea and I'd start taking action I would be lit up by it but then as I continued to learn more about my sacral I started to ask the question of what am I responding to if I have a job offer for example this is a really easy one relatable to majority of the population and I have a job offer and it's like paying a really nice salary Am I saying yes to the salary? Am I saying yes to the type of work that I'm doing? Am I saying yes to the culture? Am I saying yes to the schedule? Like what am I saying yes to? Because there's been so many times where I thought something was a fuck yeah and it was not. And I realized that there was just one piece of it that I was saying yes to. So again, like as we continue to bring the awareness back to our authority and really paying attention to how we can trust and follow our authority, one of the other things that sacred beings, you know, really are going to have to decondition, even having it defined, and they say like you do most of your deconditioning in your undefined centers, I think it's very, it's very easy to be conditioned in your defined centers as well. You can get out of align, out of alignment, right, is allowing ourselves to connect fully with our authority and not just be up in the head and ajna because for example that's that's the place in the head and ajna whether you have it defined or not this is your the head is your pressure center your ajna is where you are going to conceptualize you're going to bring together the inspiration the information that you get from your head and you you create your beliefs and your stories and your perceptions and your opinions and thoughts from there and as humans, we are conditioned to not even all the things I just said about, you know, performing well and doing lots of work and more effort means more results. And the more work you do, the more credible you are and the better you are as a person. And I'm not discrediting people who work really hard, but I'm just paying attention. If you work really hard and you feel rested and you feel pleasure in what you're doing, you're fucking nailing it. Okay. But I'm saying this for the people who will do these things, think they're satisfied but the satisfaction is coming from relieving the pressure in their head of how do I get the answers? How do I, how do I figure this out? How do I have certainty? And the satisfaction is actually coming from relieving the pressure in the head and ajna and fulfilling on what they think is logical rather than what actually feels pleasurable. You know, we don't see a lot of society encouraging us to lead with pleasure in our life we don't see that and examples are literally when you look at being you know in your 20s and 30s and you're like okay you're gonna like get it like first you're gonna go to university and then you're gonna get a job and then and then you're gonna you know and then you're gonna pay off your debt and then you're gonna save for retirement and then when you're in your 60s that's when you get to hang out 
that's when you get to sleep in and that's when you get to blah 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 and you know this is such a stereotype I fully acknowledge that but I'm just saying that it's funny that I have personally experienced people in their 50s and 60s who when I was in my 20s and I'm in my early 30s are like oh your 20s like that's your time to like live it you know those are some of the best days of my life and I'm sitting there and I'm like I literally spent my 20s spending tens of thousands of dollars on university to get a fucking degree that I don't even use now so that I could you know get a paying job and work and then save for retirement and now here you are glorifying my 20s when that's not how it was because pleasure was not taught to be a priority you notice that that there's this shame around pleasure sometimes where okay actually you can even talk about sex there is shame around how to ask for pleasure and sex to share what it is that you want what you don't want you know and and even looking at anyone who is having too much fun in life it's like oh you know you're you're not serious enough like you know you really need to get your shit together and you know like pleasure gets shamed because we operate more often than we want to admit from a place of fear and the prime example of that is literally the last two years of the pandemic was completely instilled in fear it was like okay time to buckle the fuck down we're gonna lock down we're gonna shut all this down you're gonna wear masks you're gonna get vaccinated mandates all these things there was no there was no pleasure included in that it was like such a serious time of like okay how can you use this time to connect with yourself how can you use this time to spend more time in nature how can you use this time to connect with your your friends and family because maybe you have more time than you usually do working in nine to five and physically going into an office you know like there's the pleasure is not often a priority and even if you look at the business world having a business you know, it's, there's so many narratives that are saying things like, oh, you know, the first couple of years of business are really hard. And then once you hit five figures or six figures, then you're going to have X, Y, and Z. And you see this pressure. So this is where the root center comes in now. You see this pressure in the business world, in the online space of needing to achieve as much as you can in the least amount of time possible and we see things like and there's nothing wrong with this but i'm just saying that you're going to see things like oh you know millionaire by 25 or you know top 30 under 30 whatever and you see things like this where it's like if you achieve certain things in less time it's glorified if somebody said that they they achieved a million dollar business at the age of 70 you know that's going to be that that's not going to be celebrated the same way as someone who might have achieved it quicker. You know, it's like you never you never see a celebration of someone who admits it took them 5 years to hit six figures in their business, but if somebody says it takes them 5 months, it's like holy fucking shit. Right? So, my question is in those contexts, was pleasure a priority or was the sacral and the root center under this pressure, so again, the root center is, is a pressure center. It's about personal evolution. It's about timelines. It's about getting shit done. And it, it works in pulses, right? Where the sacral center is more of a rechargeable battery, like this sort of slow burn, as I like to describe it. So, you know, you, we, we get this like false sense of gratification and satisfaction. Again, 
speaking for the sacral beings of getting shit done on time and then there's like the satisfaction isn't from doing what it is that we loved but from doing it in a time that society thinks is acceptable and so really the intention of me recording this podcast episode today is just to really hone in on and acknowledge some of the bullshit in society when it comes to even the defined centers right and you know, I think that I often talk about the undefined open centers, but the defined centers and really this energy that does consistently drive the collective because it's available within those centers, it's defined in people's charts. You know, it's it's so important that we realize the power of this. Like imagine if society was able to understand their human design and understand in particular for this conversation, the root center, the sacral center, the head and ajna, and they were able to acknowledge the fear that they're operating in. And, and instead of using their head and ajna to make decisions to relieve the pressure, they really look at, okay, what if I prioritized pleasure? What if I allowed the timeline to pull me along as I continue to trust my intuition and I do what lights me up? how different would your life be? It would be drastically different than what we've been brought up to do in society. And I think it would relieve so much pressure in the online space of of having a business, growing a business, comparing timelines to others, you know, having shame around having a business that you want to go full time in, but then also having a nine to five. Like I've been very transparent about my own journey with that. I went full-time into my business in the fall. My timeline didn't go as planned. And right now I'm looking for full-time work so that I can go back to having financial stability and working on my business. I never see people talk about this. I never see people talk about this because it's always glorified when we get things done quickly and when we explode and expand quickly, right? And there's, there's actually been quite a few people that I've seen, especially last year, business owners who were you know, people who would hit multiple five figures, six figures a month, a year, and they were like, okay, yeah, I did it, and I was fucking exhausted, and now this is not my priority for next year. And they're pivoting because they realize when we are operating with this pressure and this this conditioning from society to do a, do things a certain way and that, you know, we can only receive pleasure as a reward rather than a starting factor, it's it's... It's just really an awakening that it's not sustainable. That's not it's not sustainable to do that. And 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 if you don't believe this, you know, an example is looking at people who've worked really fucking hard their whole life and then they're burnt out in the last few decades of their life. You know, there's there's no energy left to go on adventures or to travel or to try new things because it's just this rinse, wash, and repeat like this literally stuck in overdrive. And that is an out of alignment with the sacral center. And so it's really interesting. It takes, it really takes awareness and a desire to interrupt our patterns of being and the conditioning that we've received. And you know, yeah, we can sit here and say like conditioning is a bad thing, but there's always like from the Gene Keys perspective, like the gift is in the shadow. 
if we if we didn't have this conditioning to explore and question and navigate right now in this conversation we would never realize that there was such a beautiful opportunity for us to connect with pleasurable energy and shift how we're being in our life like you know those moments in your life when you've made a pivot and it might have taken longer than you thought but once the transformation once that flower fully blooms and opens up like that experience of pivoting into a new way of being a new way of doing whatever it is that you're up to is is transformational it literally changes your life like you know so this conditioning isn't just I'm not just sitting here and like saying it's bad and it's this and that even though I obviously am showing you in this conversation that it's something to pay attention to like really get the impact like how is this conditioning affecting your your mental health your social well-being physical spiritual all of that and really looking at what is the gift from this like what what can i embrace and what can i prioritize what can i start doing what can i stop doing where am i picking up this pressure to do things in a certain amount of time right and and really just to kind of full circle this entire conversation that 65 to 70 percent of sacral beings if they really start prioritizing pleasure and doing what lights them up and they're suddenly shifting that within their aura and that's the energy that they're sharing with the non-sacral beings, like this is how we nurture each other, that energy then goes to the manifestors, the reflectors and the projectors and when they pick up on that, they're going to be nurtured and then they can show up in their power, right? And so this is why I love human design so much because I know that some people... I've definitely heard stories of people who find out they're a projector and they're like so mad that everybody wants to be a manifesting generator. You know, there's there's these little like, I don't want to say jokes, but just these little things that I hear, themes in the human design world around what who people want to be and why. And it's like, you literally need every single type. It's perfectly orchestrated. And when we prioritize being in alignment, that's when we get to cause an impact. It starts literally with every single person and it's that collective impact of collaborating together, prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your pleasure. So I really hope that today gave you some insight and I think in particular my goal is really just to give you awareness and to really question like why you do things the way that you do things. And even if you're a non-sacral being, you can still look around you and notice, like, am I picking up the energy of people that are in alignment with their sacral and their root? Or am I am I out of alignment? Like, how, like, the non-sacral beings, you have this visionary aspect to guide others, right? So, like I said, we all need each other. And it's, it's just a beautiful experiment. So I want to thank you for listening today. And I hope that you can do some reflection work. I asked a couple questions a, about a few minutes ago. If you want to rewind and write those down and reflect on that i think it would be really impactful but i want to thank you for listening today and definitely more fun episodes coming up lots of interviews and of course solo musings such as this if you can take two seconds to tap on the five stars on spotify and apple if you're listening on there whatever platform you're on and even just leave a couple words if there's a an episode that really inspired you That would mean a lot to me because that really helps this channel get out into the world and help more people. So I want to thank you so much and I want to invite you to subscribe as well because obviously there's always new episodes coming out and I'm really grateful that you're here and that you're listening and I'll chat with you in the next episode.